Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. If you don't already know, the exchange of heated dialogue I just shared is from the movie A Few Good Men, starring Jack Nicholson and Tom Cruise. After that famous line, Colonel Nathan Jessup, played by Nicholson, goes on to explain that the truth of the situation was that he had to sometimes do unspeakable things to defend the walls of this world. Even if that meant ordering the beating of a Marine under his authority, a beating that led to his death. That was the truth that Daniel Coffey, played by Cruz, was seeking. The truth was revealed, and after it was revealed, Nathan Jessup was taken into custody to face a Marine court-martial. The truth brought justice. It brought handcuffs. It brought jail time. It, it brought a trial. Now, our gospel reading today speaks of truth and freedom. Listen as I read from John chapter 8, verses 31 to 36. Then Jesus said to the Jews who had believed in him, If you continue in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. They answered him, We are descendants of Abraham and have never been slaves to anyone. What do you mean by saying you will be made free? Jesus answered them, Very truly, I tell you, everyone who commits sin is a slave to sin. The slave does not have a permanent place in the household. The son has a place there forever. So if the son makes you free, you will be free indeed. So to me, the central line that Jesus is saying here is the truth will make you free. The truth will make you free. But at, at first that seems like kind of a peculiar statement, right? Because the truth doesn't always make you free, does it? It certainly didn't make Colonel Nathan Jessup free. And it doesn't always make us free either. In countless relationship triangles, two people know a scandalous truth that a third does not, and all three are held captive. Negative political ads even when they might reveal some measure of truth about a candidate's stance or or background or character, hardly creates a sense of of freedom in in the season of elections. Rather, they create confusion and bitterness and divisiveness and worse. That truth doesn't make us free. When I ask for um, some sermon feedback and, and my wife says, do you want the truth? I know the conversation will bind me to my preparations for next week as I seek to improve. We ask our doctors for the truth about our health, and sometimes that truth comes with challenging words like cancer and heart disease and diabetes and other diagnoses that enslave us and grip us 
with fear and uncertainty, not to mention sentencing us sometimes to a special diet or a regiment of difficult treatment. Tell the truth about your life, your sins, your addictions, your embarrassments, your shame and trouble and more, and you're hardly free. Words like divorce or layoff or just sinner, when they appear in the same sentence as our names, trigger deep shame as we imagine standing before our Maker with such labels of our shortcomings. Now, the, the truth about most things is hardly freeing. In fact, it's embarrassing and humiliating and frightening, even enslaving. The truth will make you free. What a beautiful sentiment. It sounded so poetic on the lips of Jesus a few moments ago. Now it's a challenging phrase. But Jesus is a truth teller. And I don't think he's trying to be thoughtless here with his words. There must be something else afoot in his statement. He must be talking about not so much the truth with, when it comes to our personal lives or the truth about our health or the truth about our relationship or our character or our most shameful sins. There must be another truth, my friends, another even truer word about who we are that doesn't just remind us of our brokenness or our fragileness or our dishonesty or our jealousy or our secret hatreds and worse. There must be another truth for us to hear today. A truth that will not enslave us in a web of sin, but will in fact make us free. And thanks be to God, my dear friends, there is, there is a word of truth, a deeper, more abiding, a truer truth. A truth that Jesus so desperately wants us to know that he would endure even death on the cross to make it known. This Jesus who speaks of truth and freedom today is God himself in human form. And his death on a cross, his resurrection three days later, has secured for us an eternal place in God's home. People of God, this is the truth that will set you free. That God has made you, loved you, And known you since the dawn of time that God sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die on your behalf. That nothing will separate you from his love. Nothing in this life, nothing in the life to come. And that every day as you journey in this life, God is with you. Now here is a truth that sets us free. Free from the shame of our sins and shortcomings free from the power that disease and trouble use to bind us up with fear, free from the doubt that Satan tries to plant in our hearts that we are not good enough, smart enough, pretty enough, wise enough, faithful enough to be loved by God. In the face of this truth, the shame and despair of all those other little truths are sent running away. For when you have this truth, when the truth of God's unending love for you is secure in your hand, received by grace, nurtured by faith, those other truths have no lasting power over you. Yes, my friends, the truth about who we are can be pretty enslaving. 
the truth about who we are holds up a magnifying glass so the whole world can see what fools we are and a mirror so we can catch a horrifying glimpse as well. But the truth about whose we are trumps the truth about who we are any day. And armed with that truth, that truth about who we belong to, about whose we are, we are now ready to engage in God's world. We're ready to face the truths of this world with confidence that God is with us. So we can face our relationship challenges, right? Our problems at work and in our families, the diseases of our lives, the scrutiny of our peers and co-workers and family members, even death itself. Confident that God will work through us in each of these situations to bring a blessing to the world. Confident that God will use these troubles to foster greater dependence on him. Confident that none of these troubles, these truths, have any power over the truth of Jesus' lordship and his promise to carry us through to the other side. That is a freeing word. It is a word that frees us to be ourselves, to offer our gifts to the world, confident that despite our shortcomings, our weaknesses, our character flaws, our Lord is right there with us, using us in his everyday world. As I said last week, all of us have gifts to use in God's world. They might not be the most glamorous gifts, but we all have gifts that will bless the world. And we are empowered to use them in all their ordinary splendor because we possess the ultimate truth. Truth about Christ's love and mercy and grace. And so we continue, as Jesus says, we continue in God's word. Actually, a better translation of that word that Jesus used is in John 8, where we translate it continue, would be take up residence. We abide in God's word. We move right into the house where God's promises, God's love, God's very presence dwells. And as we dwell in God's word, we are bathed in this truth about who we are and whose we are. And we experience in that bathing the freedom to be the person that God made us to be. We worship. We hear God's word of truth. And then we connect again to the world and to our neighbors and give ourselves and our gifts away. For only one thing in this universe is lasting. And that is the good news of Jesus Christ. Grab on to that truth with all you have, my friends. And as you cling to Christ, find joy wherever he takes you. He will take you through moments of elation. He will hold you in moments of sorrow. But in the end, he is taking you to eternity with him and the Father where endless joy awaits you. So hold on and enjoy the ride. For I speak to you the truth. Christ is with you through it all. May peace be with you today and always. In the name of our truth-bearing Christ. Amen.